When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everyone. I say morning, not 9.15 p.m. like I set the YouTube video to be scheduled for by accident. Uh, if you have made it on time and you're live and you worked out uh, that I'm an idiot, uh, then welcome. Um, if you're watching this at 9.15 uh, p.m., then, yeah, sorry, you missed the uh, the live show. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm back. I, I said a while ago um, that when I clawed my way back into the top million, um, I would be back for the team selection videos. Um, it's not really how I want to kind of be with with FPL, especially with like FPL like content. Like I've I've had some rough seasons, you know, over the years. I've struggled a bit with ranks and with things like that. But I've always kind of pushed through um, with with making content because I know there's people watching who probably don't have great ranks, having rough seasons. Not everyone wants to watch people, you know, top 10k every every year. Although you do, if you probably want some some decent advice. Um, but this season, I don't know. I've I've struggled a bit more than normal this season. Um, I haven't tied my like happiness, <laughs> as it will, in, into FPL. Um, you know, as as much as I I maybe did sort of 10 you know 10 years ago or something when I was really kind of into it and trying to you know break into the content creation scene and all that but I don't know there's this been weeks where I just feel like everything I'm doing is kind of you know gone wrong I've, I've put in lots of effort and it's not paid off I've, I'm making stuff I'm getting people kind of um you know rightly questioning kind of you know my my kind of advice that I'm giving and things and it's kind of made me question myself a little bit more than the normal so I thought maybe stepping away from it a bit, you know, rather than kind of burning myself out with it, carry on with Black Box um, and, and doing the other bits I do for Scout and for the Premier League and stuff and just bin this one off because this one's a bit more kind of a self-indulgent, let's be honest, um, kind of uh, stream um, as well. But it's a shame because I really like the, the crowd that turns up on the, you know, on the Thursday mornings when I've been doing these. Um, so it was kind of, you know, weighing it up. But I think it was right to kind of step back and, you know, selfishly now I'm, back on the kind of realms of having a respectable-ish season, um, we can kind of kick on from there. So apologies if you've uh, if you've kind of missed these <laughs> these videos. Um, and yeah, hopefully that kind of uh, explains it, uh, kind of why. I mean, already some comments kind of in the chat, accidental bench boost probably didn't help. Yeah, it's just things like that, you know, it was the 11-point game week, um, the accidental bench boost, selling Watkins before that double um, when he was supposed to be injured. I don't know, just missing out on, on halls from like Palmer and missing out on Trippier. And I don't know, I've always felt like I'm, I'm just kind of quite there. I'm, I'm there, but not quite there this season. It's been a bit, it's been a bit annoying. Anyway, I'm back. And I'm hopefully you've all been joined about Black Box and 
uh, yeah, it's been really good to carry on doing that with, with Mark and, and everything. Good to have him back um, as well, hopefully, until kind of the end uh, of the season. A um, few messages in the chat. Hi to Mo. Uh, Tom, how do I sign up as a member? Um, if you have a look in the YouTube description, you should be able to see the link for uh, channel memberships. Uh, with the free tiers, um, the apprentice tier, uh, which is kind of just purely to support the stream, you get some emojis and stuff. Uh, the black box tier, uh, which is a bit more, that gets you into like the Discord uh, channel. Um, and then there's the Godfather tier, which is the main one, which gets you the Godfather tier, entry into all the leagues and prizes and meets up and sort of there's a waiting list for the WhatsApp chat and all that kind of stuff. But really, they're all there um, if anyone does want to support the, the channel. So really appreciate anyone who, who signs up to those. Uh, BB Defender, glad to see you back doing these. As good to be back, BB. Uh, is that Black Box Defender? I hope so. Um, always enjoyed them uh, as well. Thank you very much. Uh, Jason Talon, don't be holding yourself, mate. You have great content. You need to have a great rank to give sound advice and info. No, I never, well, I mean, I kind of maybe doubt with myself a, a little bit kind of this season. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree. I, I don't think, you know, YouTube and, and podcasts should be saturated with people with only good ranks. I think it's good to have a spread of, of people who are in, in different positions. So we're going to take a bit of a look through, through my season, see where things kind of went wrong and where things kind of turned around a little bit. Um, kind of as we as we go, uh, BB Defender. High fellow people without a job in a chat. I've got a job, but they've they've got quite flexible working hours. They let, they let you start at ten. Um, some as long as you kind of work those hours back, uh, which really helps with, with doing stuff like this. So um, uh, that's really good. Uh, we'll take some questions kind of as we go. Um, let's start with kind of this season so far, um, really. So I think I stopped doing these around game week twelve, um, which was when I was two point four million. Actually, it's quite small. Let me zoom in on that. And 2.4 million um, in the world. Uh, something that's just makes it a bit bigger. Can you see that? It's still quite small, but anyway. Um, yeah, about 2.4 million in the world. I'd actually had a decent game week rank um, at that stage, kind of a 308,000 rank. Maybe thought my season was going to start off. This was the bench boost week, so yeah. <laughs> so this was coming off the 11 points uh, in game week 11. Um, what are the odds of that? Uh, which you know is is the worst game week I think probably anyone's ever had uh, with a dogey. Look, I mean, look at that. You look back at it; it's just absolutely crazy. And then Archer and Kabore on the bench just to kind of cap it, uh, cap it off. Um, we then went straight into that with the, with the bench boost week, which ended up okay thanks to Simakas's fifteen, um, so eighteen points uh, on that. But the rest of the team kind of. I mean, it was it was an okay week. I mean, look at that defence. I mean, Diaby got something. Adingra scored. I remember when that happened. I was I was pretty happy. Captain Watkins over Harland. I mean, that was a disaster um, as well. So yeah, the game week rank was all right. It could have been a lot better. And I think the captains have really been a, a problem for me. I remember when I did a black box with with Mark around game week twenty or something. We had a look at captains, <clears throat> and I had by far the lowest captain um, score from the from the great and the good, which is kind of the the yardstick I used to kind of judge myself against other people that I know I'm kind of on, on Twitter. Um, so, yeah, captains have been a problem. Things like going for Watkins against Haaland. Other kind of decisions where I've, I've backed against popular picks just haven't really worked out, and, and that's been the, the issue. So that's when I kind of stopped doing these. Um, I then had a... I mean, I'm kind of glad I did because I just couldn't really get a steer on, on the season. I mean, from game week 13 to game week 19, um, I was in and around 2 million having fallen to 3 million in game week 15 after a 29 point game week where just no one 
did anything. And players like Gordon haven't really performed for me when they've done so well for other people. I got Mbumo too late like, after all the hauls that he got. Livermento was predictably a complete disaster um, as well. Uh, you know, players like Gay, who you bring in for kind of steady clean sheets, didn't really didn't really kind of get anything. So it's very much a, a woe is me, you know, type type kind of seven or eight weeks over this period. Darwin came in for Watkins, and we all know kind of what what happened with that. So really, kind of struggle kind of over that <clears throat> over that period. But I'd say kind of over the next sort of six seven weeks, you know, things started to get a little bit a little bit better. Um, sort of around the two point four mark, I went down to a high of one point two um, <clears throat> in game week twenty one. But I'd actually put together three game week ranks in the top million. So someone asked me once, if you've got a game week rank in the top million every week, where would you expect to finish? And I'm tempted to say you'd you'd win it. <laughs> I think a steady, you know, game week rank consistently in the top million over 38 weeks would surely put you right up in the top, in the top echelons of the of the game. Um, it's just the, the wild swings that I've had this season. You know, you can see here, I mean, I mean, game week 11 is obviously the worst. So I'm of a 10 million, <laughs> a 10.1 million game week rank. Um, Amazing, was 500,000 people less than me, but they were probably playing like anti-FPL. Uh, you know, a 300k, then a 6 million, then a 3 million, then an 8 million. You know, there hasn't really been any consistency to, the, to, to my season kind of this far. So when you look at that period of game week 17 to 21, um, okay, there was a 7 million in there, but then there was three... Um, kind of within the top kind of 500k-ish. Um, and that kind of got me up at the kind of the million places that I needed to to get to. There's a rough game in 22. Um, again, you know, Foden captain, that didn't really work out for for people. Haaland was out. None of the none of the other players really... I mean, look at the defence as well. This has been a real key thing. I think with a lot of people's seasons, it's just not getting those regular returns from, from goalkeepers that we've seen, from defenders um, as well. Porro was a big disappointment. The Stupinan's been disappointing um, as well. But then the last few weeks have, have been have been obviously a lot better. Um, broke into the top million in, in game week twenty three um, when I was on on holiday. I think um, so I missed that week and, and the week after, um, and then this week as well, a small green um, to go into my best game week of the uh, my best overall rank of the season, five hundred and seventy k. So what's been the kind of what's been the difference other than just getting points, get a better rank. Um, I think getting the captaincy right has, has been has been key. I mean, you look at game week twenty three. That's when I went for Watkins um, captain. That was finally kind of a, a good a good decision. Um, had a good week that week, even with benching kind of Garnacho, um as well. I also did Trent to to Trippier, which wasn't a move which I think was was massively favoured um, by kind of models. And I wasn't didn't really hear anyone talking about it. But um, moving Trent to Trippier. Okay, I got a bit lucky with, with Trent's injury, I think, going into the double. Um, but Trippier came you know, straight in with, with, I think, two assists and a goal over two two weeks. I had him. So that massively helped uh, too. Pedro was it was a decent kind of um, differential option that week um, as well. And then, like, keeping the keeping the faith with Saka, I think that was a, a massively key one. And I think a lot of people's seasons have kind of gone a different way if you got fed up with Saka's kind of lowish points and thought maybe there was kind of better ways to tap in maybe you went for a jota or maybe you you know you rolled the dice on on someone else and went up to to Bruyne, someone like that um if you stuck with saka uh, which i did then i think you you've probably seen some decent greens um as well um same with the, the arsenal defense uh too so yeah uh and then the obvious one there is is Foden. i know people benched him um, i know some people didn't have him um as well uh keeping the faith really uh with him as 
has has been key and you know uh, again there's 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 elements of luck um in in that um but i think also some some decent decision making um as well which i didn't really feel was paying off in kind of the first half of the season uh, when i was doing kind of um you know like when i was kind of uh, struggling towards the beginning of the season those decisions are, are looking a bit looking a bit better now and at the end of the day as much as we don't want to say it is it is a lot of our, our kind of enjoyment of this game is based on outcomes you know you could have you could make what you think are the best decisions in the world and finish five million and you're not exactly going to be happy uh, whereas if you finish you know in the top 100k you're going to feel a lot better about yourself so anyway that's 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 uh, that's kind of it there's there's been a bit of luck and a bit of kind of good decision making trusting gut with, with things like trippier trusting the stats with things like saka so what is the kind of main takeaway from all this uh, is carry on doing your research and just know that you only need one or two game weeks to really kind of um, turn your season um, around. So hopefully that's an uplifting story uh, for everyone um, as well. Uh, super chat from Tom. Thank you very much. I think you stopped taking things so personally. Uh, Black Box is my favourite YouTube channel on FPL for a reason. Thank you very much, uh, Tom. You did then say, can you to return my £5 super chat above having Joel Pedro? Joel Pedro was all right. He did all right for me. You know, he got that goal. Um, I think he could have had a few more uh, in that. When Matoma was out um, and we had some players off. I mean, that was an annoying one because he got that hat-trick um, in, the, in the cup against Sheffield United. And that was sandwiched in between the games that I got him in for. And he didn't do anything. Um, in the matches that I I had him, so I bought him in ahead of the Wolves game. Um, I think in between Wolves and Luton, which I thought, okay, these are two really good fixtures for him. Uh, that's when he scored the, the hat trick against Sheffield United, uh, and then nothing in a nil nil, nothing in the four nil, um, which uh, oh that was a four nil to them, wasn't it? Oh god, yeah, we got battered. Uh, I remember that was an awful game, uh, and then he came in against Palace. Uh, I think it was yellow flag as well, so yeah, a bit 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 lucky with that. But yeah, eight points over the three weeks obviously isn't isn't great, but. Uh, at least he he got something. Um, as for taking it personally, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I don't really take things too too personally. I don't think it was. There was a little bit of of me kind of doubting myself a little bit, not, but not really based on not really based on too much on what I was what I was seeing. I mean, negative comments used to kind of get me down quite a lot on on YouTube streams and, and channels and, and things when I first started out. But now I just kind of like meh. Nah, <laughs> I, I don't really care. You know, we've had so many positive messages. You know, with Mark's Walkergate thing, with with other stuff that's been going on, um, I get lots of lovely messages as well. So I'm much better at kind of dealing with that. When you're struggling and you see a, a message, sometimes it can be a bit like, oh yeah, that's kind of that kind of hits. Um, maybe they're right, but yeah, no, I'm I'm better than I'm I'm better. I'm definitely better at it than I have been in previous seasons. But I, I do think that, that like the general toxicity of of Twitter and and on streams and things is, is growing and it's something that, that needs to be addressed really. I don't know what the answer is to it, but it's potentially a, a problem that's going to continue to rise. I think since Elon took over Twitter personally, it's just been, it's just getting worse and worse and worse. And I'm seeing more negative messages, more angry, more aggression, more, yeah, just nasty comments all around. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's, um, it's an interesting kind of place to, to be, but not always the nicest. And Sometimes you need to kind of take a step away from that as well. Um, if you are doing stuff like this, just to make sure you don't go completely insane, uh, basically. Um, BB Defender had a dinger in there. Could see the few. Yeah, I had him for ages. I, I, I he was a classic like eye test versus um, versus stats. His stats were awful, but every time I watched him, I was like, oh, this guy can get something. He got me one goal. Um, I think he's a decent option between now and the end of the season. Um, but. 
uh, yeah, I don't know how many people are going to go. There's a lot of good options around six millions. We kind of discuss with the uh, with the watch list um, as well. Um, Tim WD captaincy is always key. It is, isn't it? Absolutely massive. I always feel like if you get a decent haul from your captain, you can you know it kind of papers over the cracks of a lot of the rest of your squad. Um, it's also just a real lottery in, in when you're going to get it. And you know I've backed against Haaland quite a few times this season and been burnt. But also I've, when I've backed Haaland, he hasn't gone crazy and others have done well so again you know if, if you're going to try and win the game and, and get into the top even in the top thousand now you have to bank I think against that captaincy and try and hit those big hauls um, and you can't always do it so uh, yeah we, uh, we'll carry on trying but you've got to pick your battles um, really um, as well uh, right um, let's take a look at the most recent game week then I don't even need this screen for that I can move on to this one um, here it is. So yeah, uh, we talked about some black box last night, so I won't go into too much detail on this. But, yeah, decent week with the triple captain. I mean, it, I, I I don't game week ten points. What am I talking about? See, that's this is how long it's been since I since I did this this stream. Gone gone back to game week ten. Let's change that to game week twenty five. There you go. Um, so yeah, decent week. I mean, I know a lot of people had had kind of worse weeks than this. I know a lot of people had better weeks than this. I mean, the, the top scoring week was one hundred and sixty or something. Um, but I think given that I had a green arrow um, with 86 shows that that was in and around the kind of the average. Um, I feel sorry for people who, who risked triple captaincy trip on, on Darwin, for example, um, on De Bruyne. Um, I even saw uh, like one or two on Foden um, as well. I think they were all good picks. And, you know, you when you when you back against someone like Haaland, you, two things have got to happen. One, you've got to get the returns from your players. And the second is Haaland's got to be kept quiet. Um, ish and I think forgetting you know Haaland's quiet period over these two games which I didn't foresee I thought he had a 15-20 pointer in him um, you would have hoped for more from from the triple captain um, and, it, and it hasn't worked out and you've actually lost out um, on points at the end of the day if you went for those other options so I think that's that's really kind of unfortunate if you went for Salah fair play I think that was absolutely rogue given that we knew he wouldn't start and um you know, uh, and 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 everything like that, but managed to outscore Haaland in that in that kind of one game that he played, which which I didn't see. So if you if you were brave and went for that, then then fair play. You're a braver manager than I would ever be, um, especially because he comes straight into the blank um, as well. Uh, but again, you, I think although you were maybe fortunate to get the points from the first game, given that that Jota and Darwin both went off, um, you're unlucky that you didn't get to play in the second game against Luton because I think he almost certainly would have hauled um, in that one. So yeah, very very unlucky. Uh, Saka, we've, we've mentioned, obviously happy kept him, um, delivered really high scores now in three games in a row, um, season keeper. Um, I had a brief kind of window where I was a bit worried about him, but I'd, Arsenal really starting to click now. And if, if you haven't got him, I think you really need to be moving to, to bring him back um, for for you know for the run that, that Arsenal have got um, right up until the end, because I think they're going to be competing right up until the end um, of the season. Uh, let's switch over to the watch list has been updated it's really interesting looking back at the watch list i had on the last uh, team selection i did because there were some like crazy names in there that ended up just not being options um at all um for anyone new to this kind of the the, the aim um of this really is just to kind of well synthesize everything that we've, we've looked at on, on black box and, and look at the players in which i have a reasonable chance of considering or buying um over the coming weeks or players that i've kind of just got my eye on I want to see kind of how their how their performances translate into points to, to make me consider so these are these are the players that, that I kind of like so in, in defense 
Um, the, the ones in gold are the ones that I, I currently own in, in my own team and also ones I would consider if I didn't. Uh, we've got Trippier, Porro, Moreno, Doty, Regulon, Aitnori, uh, Gabriel, Van Hack, uh, and Saliba. Uh, two, I own Trippier, Doty, and Gabriel um, out of those. These are filtered by non XGI per 90. Obviously, there's other ways you can filter and buy these. Could be by points, could be points per 90. For defenders, could even be like clean sheets, things like that. But just as a kind of a... An attacking metric, I think non-point XG up 90 is, is a good one, um, especially with defenders as well. When we're looking at not really getting a huge amount of clean sheets um, at the moment, that kind of attacking sort of potential is is quite key. So I'm happy to, to carry on uh, with this. I mean, Porro is an interesting one. Um, there was a, a kind of an Instagram message or a tweet from him uh, yesterday saying he's, he's don't sell him in your FPL teams or something like that. Whether we can start relying on players to tell us about their injuries, I'm not too sure on. Um, but... Um, he's probably a hold if you if you've got him, given they've got that game in in twenty nine um, as well. Very disappointing, you know, for me, given the you know the the way his price rise right up from five billion up to five point seven. Um, I don't think he's really delivered on on that promise um, at all. I, I don't think he's had a double digit haul. Um, certainly not the time I've I, I owned him since kind of around Christmas. Um, but and if you look at the attacking stats over the last six, they're actually dipping as well. But Spurs are a very good side, and he's still getting forward. So. I think there's there's still a there's still a high chance of return. I just wanted to see a bit more regular attacking returns from him, given the lack of clean sheets. Moreno is a really interesting one as well. Obviously got the game in in 29 um, as well. Played the last six, which is surprising. Um, I think given he had that kind of injury, missed a lot of the season. How well Dean Dean's been playing, um, but I guess there's, there's other injuries in the side, and I think Emery just just really likes him and, and values kind of the contribution he, he has down the left. So I think he's a he's a left field option that not many people are going to have. Um, if you're looking for someone, you know, with, with Forrest this week, um, with a decent run of games coming right up to the 29 a blank, um, well, Villa have got the game um, in that. Um, I think he, he's probably the, probably the standout option along with Regulon, who's also on this list, if you're looking to buy a defender uh, kind of this week. So I'll be looking at those two. If you're kind of planning on free hitting in the blank, um, you could also look at Eight Nori um, as well because uh, Wolves have got Fulham at home in a few weeks and Sheffield United this week uh, and he's getting full quite a lot. You can even look at Van Heck um, as well. Uh, he's been brilliant for us um, this season and obviously Stupinan is kind of in and out of the team. So if you're looking to free up a bit of money, uh, he's the one to go to. Um, the other one here is, is Sleeve. If you've got the Arsenal double up, um, start playing them every week because I know a lot of people are, <laughs> are pinching them. Um, but I think if you've got the double... That's your kind of way of, of kind of getting one over on, on kind of everyone else. They're the only team keeping regular clean sheets. They've both got attacking potential, playing for the best defensive team um, in the league. Uh, and I know it can be tempting to kind of just play one and kind of hedge those bets. But if you've got two, then I think you need to be playing them kind of most weeks. Um, looking at midfielders, the ones I've got on the on this list are Saka, Palmer, Foden and Garnacho. Uh, my other midfielder is De Bruyne, who I just... I think is probably done as as an option at least for a bit. Um, you know, apart from the, the twelve points he got against Newcastle, seven five four two, it's been okay. But I think we all hope for a little bit more um, in that. You know, three starts out of five. I think if you were going to ask people at that period how many starts over the five, I think you probably would have said three. So I think we've got kind of what we what we expected um, from him. Just just not any because. But yeah, thirty percent ownership. I think now is the time to, to be moving on. Um, you know, we've got Salah uh, potentially after the after the the, the uh, cup final, um, or maybe even from thirty. We've got Son, Madison, um, both on this list. Um, Son looks a great option with a twenty nine. I think KDB to De Bruyne will probably be my move 
um, next week. Um, or you move him down to one of the, the cheaper options. Um, you, look at, you look at Neto, look at Huang, I've been mentioning on Black Box, very similar kind of underlying stats. Huang with penalties, those playing up front, I think that just pushes him a little bit ahead um, for me. Um, or Odegaard, if you're looking for another Arsenal uh, midfielder um, as well. 114 points for him. I think we thought he wouldn't get anywhere near the, 100, the 200 points um, that he got last season. I think he's going to be in and around 200 points again. Um, he just is a very all-or-nothing player um, this season. Uh, I'm just looking at his points now. I mean, he's had one, two, three. He's had five, uh, yeah, five double-digit hauls this season. But the number of blanks, I mean, you know, between game week 23 and game week 16, he had one return, one attacking return, um, despite starting every game. So, yeah, his, his underlying numbers are... Are decent, um, but you have to be prepared, I think, for for a bit of pain. But hopefully, not another run like that where he, he kind of fails to deliver. But I do like him as a as a pick. I prefer him over Trossard um, still. Uh, I just think if you're with with the way the season's going, just make sure you're getting in nailed on players. And I love Trossard, but yeah, not not guaranteed to play um, every minute. Uh, and then finally, kind of up front, I think there's only really five forwards that we should be considering um, at the moment. That's Harland, Watkins, Solanke, Tony, Hoyland. I've got Harland and Watkins. My decision this week um, is either to, to go for one of these Wolves mids, but that would mean selling Palmer, um, who played Brentford and Newcastle coming out of the blank, which I'm I'm starting to think maybe I don't really want to lose Palmer ahead of those two, those two games. Um, so the other option is to move Darwin uh, for one of these forwards. I could get Solanke, but obviously it's City this week, but then he's got a double in 28, and that just gets me that kind of player in sorted. Or do I take a bit of a punt on Hoyland um, at home to Fulham, um, but know that I'm going to have to reverse that move um, and get Slanky in for 28? So, you know, it, it's it's really how valuable is that transfer worth? Hoyland is going to need to get four points more than um, Slanky in, in this week for it to be worth it, um, which I think he, he could well do, given the form he's got. I mean, if, if Slanky blanks and Hoyland was to come in with a 12-13 pointer, even if I have to take a thirteen, um, a four-point hit to, to move him back to Slanky, then obviously I've, I've benefited from the points on that. So it's a you know it's a one-week punt, and do I go for it? I mean, the other option as well is to captain Hoyland this week. I think you know this might be a week when we can go against the the captaincy um, a little bit. So yeah, captaining Hoyland though, if you told me that when I last did one of these back in like game week ten or eleven, I would have thought you were crazy. But that is definitely on the on the list. And I think if you've got Huang. Um, this week, I, I think I would I would captain him. So if, if I do do Palmer to Huang, um, I think he will be my captain this week to really try and um, attack it. So after going on about captains, going on about risk and reward and all that kind of stuff, um, I think the best three captains this week uh, are obviously Haaland's, he's the safe pick. Saka, he's the safe-ish pick, but obviously he won't have as high ownership as, as Haaland. And then you've got Huang and, and Hoyland who um, are your kind of uh, your risky ones. And don't forget as well, you know, it's not just backing against Huang um, and Hoyland. You've also got them to outscore Haaland and, and Saka too. So do remember that when you're picking your, your captains. That's something I need to remember kind of more. Um, you know, what are the odds of those two players outscoring those two players I just mentioned? Maybe that kind of limits the appeal. But I just think Huang against Sheffield United. Sheffield United are so bad that the out of position midfielder on penalties for an informed team with Neto firing an assist, that's got to be a consideration, I think, for people. So, yeah, let me know if you're thinking of bringing Huang in and captaining him, or even if you're thinking of captaining um, Hoyland. 
um, as well. Be interested to know uh, what you guys uh, are doing. Um, let's take some questions. Then, sorry, my hay fever is. Uh, I don't know what it is about this stream and hay fever, but I definitely seem to get it more when I'm when I'm streaming. Uh, here, uh, Eddie Casey. Um, oh, just move you up. That's fine. Uh, hi, as do you think a Superman plays enough minutes? Then I'd have eleven. If not, should I do Palmer to He Chan? Yeah, I mean, this is this is my team, Eddie, um, for this week. I've got uh, ten at the moment. Obviously, I've got the free transfer as well, so I'll get eleven out. That's whether we count a Stupin out as one of those um, eleven players. My instinct is telling me he won't play, um, or at least he won't start. Is there a likelihood he gets 45 minutes and higher? Yes, probably. Um, he, he's going to come on um, at some point. If he comes on, can he do something? Yes. I mean, his underlying stats aren't amazing, but you, you kind of never know um, with him. Um, he's he's not a priority sell, I don't think. Um, I, there's not a lot of options in defence that I really like the look of, and I'm sure people have got other options that they could they could lose. Um, for example, if I had more money, for example, I'd get rid of Kabore, who's just guaranteed not to even play and, and look to get someone like Moreno or, or Regulon. If you've got 11 um, and you've got a free transfer and a stupid hand's one of them, um, then I would be tempted to, um, you know, to, to, to do a stupid hand to Regulon or, or Moreno, um, like I mentioned. That's the defensive move if you're planning on doing it. But again, I do think there is, is ways you can attack this, this game week a bit more. I think a lot of us are going to have Darwin, for example, or Jota. Um, and their players who I think are more priority to sell because you can get to Huang, you can get to Solanke ahead of you, can get to Hoyland and, and these and these players. So if you've got the two frees or if you've got the, the way to do it, then then sell a stupid man. But I'm going to give him this week and, and just hope just hope for a start, even though I don't think it's, uh, it's necessarily going to happen uh, as well. Uh, GK says, get Dallow, get Dean. Yeah, two players I don't really like, to be honest. Um, Dal, I mean, Shaw's out for a while now, isn't it? Martinez, I, I don't trust Manchester United defensively. Um, so I don't think I'll be going there. Dean, Dean isn't even going to play because Moreno is. So, yeah, not too fan on, not too big on, on those. Uh, if you're free, 200k bought salary in this week. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Let him bring him in. <laughs> I mean, I was amazed at people bringing him last week and he got uh, 14 points. At least we haven't got that risk um, this week. So, yeah, don't really mind uh, too much. Um... Eddie Casey, Eddie Arsenal, poor versus Porto last night in the Champions League. Do you know what? I don't even know the scores of the Champions League. How bad is that? Let me just have a look. Uh, did Arsenal lose then? Oh, they lost 1-0. Okay, yeah, that's uh, that's surprising given how well they've been playing. They'll have to overturn that back at the uh, back at the Emirates um, as well. Uh, a few people saying Huang potentially not on pens. Sarabia has a career penalty record of 16 out of 16. I mean, that is very um, impressive. I mean, Huang took their last one, didn't he, and scored it. So... I mean, I, I I would assume he takes he would takes it if if um, I know Sarabi wasn't on the pitch, but um, if he's taken it and scored it and feels confident and he's the central striker and wants him, I imagine he takes it. But yeah, I mean Sarabi could could take it. I really like um, I keep calling him Sarabi. Is it Sarabia? I can't remember Sarabia. I don't know what his name is. I'm panicking now. Um, but I've always liked him as a player. But he's always been a bit of a uh, off the bench kind of um, type type guy, isn't he? Whereas now he should hopefully get a run of stars. But you go for Neto surely, unless you really need the money. Um, I think you go for uh, you go for uh, Huang or, or Neto. Uh, I think um, Alex says Neto and Huang on a wild card for the next three fixtures. I love that, absolutely love that. Attack those those two. Well, I mean the three fixtures, Newcastle as well. The next three fixtures for Wolves um, are brilliant. Neto and Huang on a wild card. Yeah, absolutely, I love that. Uh, Davies family, would you minus four for Taylor or Dar Diaby out or play both and risk minutes played? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, Taylor was back on the bench, wasn't he? So, 
you would think that he'd play. Who have Burnley got this week? Palace? Yeah, I'd probably risk Taylor. DRB, does DRB play? Probably not, but are you going to get minutes off the bench? Yes, those minutes are poor. The 9.25.30 for DRB. I think I'd move DRB on. I think the, the, you know, Taylor to someone, that's, there's not a huge amount of, of points potential there, but moving DRB on um, to, I mean, even Bailey uh, or Huang or, or Neto um, probably is the move. So, yeah, I think I probably would do that for a, for a minus four uh, as well. Uh, Pete, morning, as you steadfast on chip strategy of being flexible with wildcard free hit. Yeah, definitely being flexible. I'm trying not to think too much about 29 because if I need to use the free hit in it, I'm not completely um, against it given the, the, the double in 34 looks to be pretty rubbish. Um, I think I'm probably leaning towards the free hit um, in 29. I was quite impressed with the, the free hit team Mark put together in Black Box last night. Let's have a look at that um, as well. Um, it just means, you know, I can I can avoid getting in some of the players I might otherwise have to have to have um, in, in that game. So, you know, more Villa defenders, more Brentford defenders, for example. Um, I can focus on Harlan Watkinson and um, and Solanke and then, you know, not have to worry about Tony because I can just bring him in. Um, Son, Madison, I can have both of those. Poro, I can bring back in. So, yeah, plenty of players and that I like. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to see... Basically, after this week, we're going to know what those fixtures are. So this week, I'm not going to have 29 in mind with my transfer, which means it might be Hoyland or, or Huang. Uh, once we know the state of 29, then I'll be able to make a decision uh, better um, next week. So yeah, completely flexible um, at the moment. Uh, Alex Smith, Palmer to Huang from minus four to not have to play Archer. Oh, Archer was all right in the last game, wasn't he? But I can't see him getting anything against... Against Wolves, oh, he's, a, he's a, got a calf injury as well. Yeah, I mean, if if um, if Archer's out, then then yeah, I'd say I'd say probably do it. Um, I, as I keep saying, I really like Wang uh, this week, so yeah, get him uh, if you can. Uh, BB defender question for you: As bench one out of Chris Richards, Chris Richards, wow, uh, a Stupanan Tavernier. Uh, it's easy to say Richards. You and Mark both predicted he gets a clean sheet uh, last night. Um, hmm. That is a tricky one because Stupinan probably won't play. Tavernier plays City. I think I would lean towards benching. Oh, I don't know. That's a really tough one. I'd probably play Richards. Stupinan, Tavernier then. I don't think you can bench a Stupinan in case he does. I'd probably bench Tavernier. I don't think he gets anything against... Against against City, even if he does start, and at least a stupid man might play. So yeah, I think bench Tavernier. Let's go with that. <laughs> play your Crystal Palace defender um, as well. Um, I need to kind of start wrapping this up a little bit because I need to get to work in in five minutes. Um, so my team for twenty six: um, Martinez, Trippier, Gabriel, Stupinan, De Bruyne, Saka, Foden, Garnacho, uh, then no one, um, and then Harland, Watkins. So it's like I keep saying, it's Palmer to Wang, or it's Darwin to Hoyland or Solanke. I'm leaning towards the Darwin out move now and I'll just be really annoyed when Juan gets a hat-trick and I, I haven't captained him like I, I could have done. Um, but yeah, we kind of, we see how that kind of uh, sliding doors moment um, goes. I'm leaning towards Darwin to Hoyland, I think, uh, <laughs> which, yeah, is is surprising. Someone put down in the chat as well, I feel Freddie Palino is, is suspended. I am, ex- I am expecting Manchester United to score a couple of goals um, in that match. Um, and his recent form is, is absolutely incredible. Um, as well, it's just a shame you go straight into that into that city game. Um, the good thing though is I think my team is kind of all right then going into next week, and if I do, then need to do Hoyland to to Solanke, and then I do it. So 
do I just take a one-week punt on Hoyland or do I save that transfer and just get, get Solanke in? Then I could maybe even save the transfer going into 29. Transfers are precious as well, but also points are precious at this stage of the season too. So uh, maybe it's worth going. But then Solanke could get something against against City, you know, on penalties um, as well. So it's not completely uh, beyond the, the realm of, uh, of, of possibility. Um, so yeah, that's where kind of I'm at. I'll take uh, just a couple more questions and then I need to head off. Um, really quite tired. I can relate uh, to that. Ayaz, what do you think about a hit to bring in Neto um, for Jota if it would mean benching Alvarez? Well, Alvarez has started every game so far for City um, this this season. Uh, I wouldn't bench him against Bournemouth. Um, so, no, I, I wouldn't do that. I would I would just play Alvarez in that match and, and hope he, he gets something. I know he's been a little bit disappointing um, recently, but no, I'd, I'd keep him for, for one more week. Um, you know, if you can avoid taking a hit this week, you're you're in a good a good position, and I do really like Neto, but I don't think at the cost of, of Alvarez um, as well. Uh, Salnak, hello, one of our um, Godfather tier members, Huang or Garnacho. Who do you prefer, Huang? All day, every day. Um, you know, I, I I like Garnacho. I think he's uh, he's a fun player. I like his hair as well, I like the, the kind of the grey silver fox uh, look. You know, he's about nineteen years old, um, but you know. FPL-wise, the out-of-position player on penalties, playing for a good attacking side. Well, we think on penalties, or at least on penalties when Sarabia isn't on the pitch. Um, I would pick Huang kind of every day over, over Garnacho, uh, too. It's a shame that Garnacho and, and Hoyland um, don't have the penalties. Rashford as well, because we we would expect Bruno Fernandes to, to take those. But, but by the way, how disappointing has Bruno Fernandes been FPL-wise this season? A lot of us thought 8.5 million for him would be an absolute steal. Not worked out at all. Um, so yeah, disappointing if you if you've had him. Uh, I know a few people have still got him and hoping for that that resurgence. But yeah, I think uh, Garnacho, Rashford, and Garnacho are all um, are all better uh, than him. Um, FPL Freddy says I'm free hitting game week 29, taking a punt on Hoyland this week. It's at the game week. Too many good players, not getting picked due to 29. Yeah, completely agree with that. The only problem with Hoyland is obviously goes straight into that City game um, straight after. Um, as well, but if if he does end up having the game in 29, because Forrest knock about the cup, then you're going to be laughing because it's Sheffield United. Uh, in that match uh, too. Um, right, it's good to be back. Thank you all for watching. Sorry about the mix-up with the time. Um, for those of you who turned up at 9.15am, uh, I appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to get to work. Uh, and yeah, I'll be back doing these more regularly. And um, hopefully everyone's, uh, you know, everyone's seasons carry on um, doing well, uh, like mine kind of is. Uh, try and claw a 100k finish, I think, if I can claw that back and not get relegated in the late 64 league um, and, and beat the two apprentices uh, in, in Liesl uh, and, and uh, uh, oh God, what's, um, oh my God, I forgot, I was only messaging him last night, hang on, that's embarrassing, it, his name is, is going to kill me as soon as I see it, Ryan, of course, yeah, Ryan and uh, Ryan and Liesl, um, then I'll be happy um, this season, unfortunately, not getting him in a mark this season, but if I can beat the two apprentices, then uh, then I'll be happy. Um, but yeah, everyone have a good day. Enjoy uh, Game Week 26. Good luck fielding some players uh, this week. And we'll be back next week. Sports Social Podcast Network.